Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, my name is Russell Kane. This is Man Baggage. This is the space where we gather men together. We're trying to drill into men's heads and work out what makes men tick. We have all types of men from all walks of life on here. And we're always trying to get to the core of masculinity, some of the problems with it, some of the things that are going wrong in the world, maybe, with our leaders, with our dads, with our uncles, with our brothers, with our sons, with our lads' holidays, whatever. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. But using humour, that's the difference. We're not here in our cardigans, swaying back and forth. There's a place for that. It's important to share in a safe space, guys. But we're using banter to try and, as a lubricant, if you like, to try and enter the brain holes of various men. I'm always joined by a female auditor to make sure we're not drifting into sexist generalisations, because you know what men are like. They start a lot of sentences with, well, you know what birds are like, where I'm from in Essex. Today we're talking about, I'm not sure if there is a gender bias with this subject, but it's certainly something that divides couples, gay, straight or whatever. Patience is what we're talking about. Patience, the capacity to accept or tolerate delay or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. Patience. And I'm joined today by, well, a legend, an an author I would describe you as now, uh, Giuseppe Delano, but also very talented in the kitchen. How would you build yourself these days? It's difficult to you know, put myself in a box these days. Um, I don't know anymore. I was reviewing my LinkedIn account recently. I didn't know what to put in the title. I used to be a, an engineer, uh, an academic researcher. Now I'm a baker, an author. I don't know. Whatever brings money home, I'm happy. Well, we, first, <laughs> we first saw you, of course, on the Bake Off, didn't we, Giuseppe? That was your, the first yes. time where you crossed from just being in your private kitchen to a public kitchen. That's correct. That happened a year ago now, and I'm just about to hand over the scepter of Bake Off Winner to the new one, which is going to be announced shortly. Is that going to be easy to relinquish, or will you be holding on to it? Very, very easy, very easy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I never never wanted it in the first place. (laughs) You might have detected a slight accent there on Giuseppe, ladies. Stop stop ovulating. Here's a, a central Italian accent. I mean, it's just what a gift to sound like Giuseppe when you're on the pool. I mean, it must be the... Do you, do you think so, really? I, I, never, well, I, never, I never knew I was something much, like You don't that. know much about British women if you don't... I mean, if I go into <laughs> well, a bar... Well, I'm married to an Italian one. Can I buy you a drink, please? It's totally different. Or may I buy you a Prosecco, or maybe... And they're like, oh, just fucking just get the Uber. Do, do me by That's, that's one, one of the things I've learned out of Big Office that I do sound like a Dolmio man, actually. I never knew that. <laughs> I was convinced that I was speaking, you know, the Queen's English, but how disappointing that was. <laughs> well, well, I'm, a, I'm married to a lady who, of course, with the Italian nana and Ukrainian granddad. What a combination. My wife, Lindsay Kane, mm. is here. 
all of that wonderful European cultural heritage and temperament bolted onto a Manchester accent. How are you doing, Lindsay? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Oh, when a Sarah, would you like some Parmesan? And uh, yeah, so, thanks. So today we're talking about patience. Now, in your experience, Giuseppe, that's all we're asking. We're not asking you to make diktats about the feminine species of the whole of Earth. We're talking about your experience growing up in Italy, your experience here, your mum, your nan, your wife, um, any kids. I don't I actually don't know whether you have children, but uh, sisters, cousins. Do you think women have more patience than men, or or have you noticed a fifty-fifty across the board? Well, if I think of my micro-universe, I can't stereotype my gender because I've got, you know, if I think of my mom and dad, I've got a little a younger sister. Uh, my sister has got exactly the same personality as my dad. I've got the same personality as my mom. My sister and my dad are, you know, as chilled as they can possibly be. They never lose their plot. They're always in control. My mom and myself, they're like that. We, we just walk off at the... At the first sign of unsettling. So based on that, there is no gender bias. What I was just about to say was, I think instead of it being a gender, I think it could be like a culture thing. Because I think traditionally, like, I mean, you always think, well, we always think like Italians are quite hot-headed and feisty and stuff like that. Whereas, so that's interesting what you're saying, Giuseppe. Personally, I'm very patient at times. I've got, we're opposite. So when you're, when I'm patient, you're not. And when, and vice versa. So we're quite balanced with that. Mm. I am, I am patient with a lot of stuff, but for me, my, Lindsay, I've how many times today triggers. do you say, just fucking do it. What's the delay? Just yeah, fucking do yeah. it. What's wrong with you? How, yeah. how many times um, a day the way, do you can, say that? Can I just say, by by half eight this morning, I've fallen out with one of the parents at school today because they blocked me, one of the bellends in a, fucking big car blocked me because he's an arrogant prick and it made me it made me like go on the curb it's like i ain't gonna curb my wheel for you mate and he just he, he so arrogantly it was my right of way and he just went and i, I mouthed something quite aggressive to him which he saw which oh, i'll shit. never be able to make eye contact with him ever again oh, so hey ho so that was my first uh Bit of patience gone this morning. Okay, so uh, maybe a question that's slightly easier to answer. So what, what have we discovered as we've gone on with uh, man baggage and as we become more educated as a society, which has changed so much in the last three years since we've been having these conversations around gender. I mean, gender itself, the discussion around it has revolutionized in the last three years. But I think it's slightly easier when you if you speak French or Italian because everything is seen as masculine or feminine, whether it's attached to a man or a woman, it's given a masculine or feminine nature. And you could argue that with things like that in society as well. So strength, as I know, probably know more strong women than I know strong men, yet it's sort of seen as a masculine thing. So I'm wondering whether patience is seen as a, a, a feminine trait instinctively to you. Yeah, what is it in Italian? Is it feminine or masculine as a noun? Pazienza is, is feminine. I thought it might be. Yeah, and I, I'm entirely with you. I mean, it is, it is one of the elements of, you know, nurturing, looking after another human being and not being particularly aggressive. But I would flip the coin, actually. I think that very often men are probably, sometimes they are afraid of being patient. I mean, if you're queuing, for example, at a restaurant or at the post office and you, you show too much 
compassion and, you know, patience. And you don't just bite the head off at the person in front of you, or, you know, that is locking up the place for so long. That might be seen as a, as a sign of weakness. And some men might have problems with showing that so blatantly. Mm. What do you think, Lindsay? Is it seen as like reserved, keeping your cool, not losing it? Is that seen as more feminine? I wouldn't say so. No, I'd say it's completely mixed, personally, I think. Like, you in a queue for coffee, you just you just won't do it. You just wouldn't. No, but like, yeah, we've you been to Italy so a lot. Annoyed. We've been to Italy a lot, yeah? And you just have to leave your British attitudes to queuing at home in most Italian <laughs> yeah, towns, <laughs> even in a quiet yeah. Italian village. It's a kind of, you all just sort of bustle like sperms around yeah. an egg and then someone's selected for fertilisation when they get served. <laughs> and like you have, to, you have to just leave it. I, I just wonder about like, an Italian coming to London for the first well, time. Fun, fun, funny enough, you, you, should, funny you should say that because I've been flying a lot, obviously, to and fro to Italy and back. And the same people that at the airport in London are queuing perfectly at passport control, <laughs> once they put the step in, on, Italian, on Italian soil, they lose it entirely. <laughs> and the sense of queuing, I think, is lost somehow over the Alps because there is no other explanation. It's so true. <laughs> what am I like? That's my trigger, isn't it? Queuing if someone dares to like try and like cut oh. in front of me. I can't bear it. It's like something just goes in my head and I become like this mental... Join, join the club. I'm entirely yeah. with you. That's where my prime, you know, primordial yeah. brain takes over. <laughs> just, oh, I can't bear it. Like, I could yeah. actually kill. Like, that's how angry I get. What do, you, <laughs> what, what do you think British patience on average is before someone snaps? And we're not talking about someone becoming slightly irritated. We're talking about before oh. someone properly snaps. This has been studied and I do have an answer. Um, I would say probably a minute and 20 seconds. What, until you wow, snap? that's short. Yeah. yeah. This is my marriage, Zephi. Imagine what my life is like. <laughs> if if, no, some, if not, someone had pushed like, me, like, in you, the queue. You know that first robot in Robocop that just kills everyone because you only have 20 seconds <laughs> <Yes>. to comply? <laughs> 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 I feel for you, Rasta. No, but I think no. I, I think it's longer than that. Surely, surely must be. Well, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't get to five, ten minutes, but it shouldn't be. You're closer, Jeb. Yeah, Brit, Brit's patience lasts just two and a half minutes before they snap. That was a survey of three thousand Brits commissioned by the delivery company My Hermes. A quarter have even lost money as a result of their impatience waiting to stay in a queue or stay on hold. A slow internet connection was the thing that was most likely to make Brits impatient. Oh my, this is followed you. By, followed by slow drivers <laughs> and being told their phone call is in a queue. Yeah, no. Oh God, I, I feel anxious just by thinking of those situations. Yes, right yeah. Now. But you're the worst for like taxis. I'm not, I'm not you know, saying like, that I'm a like patient internet. person. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm a patient person. I'm just saying I'm less likely to explode into public violence than you. Two minutes, two minutes is a very short time, though, isn't it? I mean, it think is, about yeah. that. It's like a, well, it's longer than point. I'll do. <laughs> I, I would have gone way before then, anyway. So it's much longer. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'll tell you one of the major cultural differences between, well, not just Italy. I see this in France and Spain as well. I've not been to France as much, but we go to Spain and, and we go to Italy a lot compared to the UK. Is a car behind you will toot within seconds in Italy to let you know. But there's no, there's no bad blood. You can even have a little swear out the window with traditional Italian hat and then it's just forgotten. The, the mist <laughs> clears instantly. Whereas a, a British person will wait a good minute but that too is a declaration of full war. But is that being patient or is that being more expressive with your own thoughts? Well, I think the patience, the Italians, like you're in my way, <clears throat> instantly let you know. But I think they're men. <laughs> I think that that's a man communicating with a man or woman. No, it's not. That wouldn't be I've been tutored by minute. many Italian women. Normally, if I'm wearing a tight top and walking along the street <laughs> in Rome, normally, who is this guy? Oh my God, how can you be British? And oh, like, shut up. <laughs> also, you should see my mum driving. That's not a man thing. No, it's not a man yeah. thing. <laughs> But it's weird the gap the gap between car toot in Rome and like if you go if you just stand still in Rome on a busy roundabout all you can do is like an orchestra and in yeah. England a solitary means someone's about to get punched or stabbed normally yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much yeah. so but what it seems is Brit Brits hold a lot longer let the tension build but the end of patience is explosive. Whereas Italy, just because you're from Italy, we're using that a lot, seems to sort of just let little bits of impatient out like a steam valve, preventing yeah. a large explosion. Yeah, yeah. But if you, if you think about it from that perspective, there is also a difference between being patient with others and being patient when you're on your own, for right. example. Because, I mean, for example, I, I can't... When I'm with others, I'm, I'm very, very short-tempered. But when, it come, when I'm on my own working on you know, a piece of work, a PowerPoint presentation or decorating a cake, I could spend days doing the most minuscule 
detail. In fact, I do get that comment a lot. Where do you find the patience to do that? I'm like you. I'm like you, Giuseppe. I'm exactly the same. I've got really short views with other people, but like <laughs> I could spend, you know, like like a necklace that's been tangled. I could I could spend hours doing it and it, I'll be fine. Whereas Russell will be like, oh, bin it. I can't, I can't, can't deal with it. Just bin it. Rather <laughs> not have it. It's where I'll, I'll spend that time. So it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, my wife is exactly the same as you. So would that be gender bias there? I don't know. That's interesting. Mm. It is, yeah. It's weird, though, because you would think it was the other way around, that traditionally this is the sexist thing, is that women are more patient with people, they're more nurturing, whereas I can be with, like, a bastard toddler being really unreasonable for a good 45 minutes before I even start to get stressed. Whereas Lindsay's got about five minutes in her. Fucking you, all right, Russell. Fucking little shit. What's wrong with her? (laughs) It's not my fault the kid's being unreasonable. (laughs) So it's interesting then, patience, because I was going to come on to that, but you sort of touched on it naturally. Bakery seems to me you need the patience of a, of a saint. Yeah, I haven't got patience for that. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, you're on your own. It's not... Because I'm also a perfectionist, so I, I tend to spend a lot of time getting into the you know smaller details of things. But you're in your world. Nobody's bothering you. If, if I, I couldn't bake with the kids around, uh, when I was getting ready for Bake Off, my baking time was after 9 o'clock in the evening until 1, 2 o'clock in the morning when they were all in bed. I had my music on. So it's, uh, it's almost nurturing your safe space. So it's not something that uh, you're, you're short of time for. For example, I think that a lot of the, uh, you know, the, you know, for example, like what happened to you this morning, Lindsay, maybe that was dictated by the fact that you had to go home, you had things to do. And in modern society, we have been sort of trained to get things instantly online. Yeah. So when I, was a, when I was a kid, for example, we used to pay utility bills for my mom and dad at the post office. And queuing was a monthly business that you had to do a two or three times a month. So we were trained to be patient, to wait, because things just naturally used to take a lot longer. Whereas these days, you, you, we are used to have things done immediately. God forbid that your Uber doesn't arrive within 30 seconds or the tube doesn't stop when you've just arrived at the station, you immediately lose the plot because you've got a pile of things to sort out after that. Do you know what? I was having a really good morning as well, but it's, it's just another trigger for me is people that haven't got manners, people that are arseholes and arrogant, and I don't like that, and that is my uh, but trigger. Is that, is that patience, though? That's just being, you know... Uh, yeah, because expecting... I lose my patience towards them, so that's where I, I've got <laughs> no patience with stuff like that. <laughs> Can it be cultivated? Because uh, you have children, Giuseppe. How many children do you have? I've, I've got three kids uh, aged oh, six, eight, you. and ten. And do you think you can cultivate patience in a baby or do you think it's born? I mean, I I would have 10 years ago said anyone can be anything. You've just got to work on it. But now having created our daughter, who from three or four months old was the most impatient, volatile human being, wonderful, interesting, lovely, if you're listening to this in 20 years, Minna person, (laughs) adore. But I've never, at five months old, started literally passing out with impatience. So we had we thought our baby had died in our arms. She went blue, went limp, went to call an ambulance, then she came round. So this is this is a, a child so volatile she would scream and pass out with breath holding. Oh God. So how do you cultivate patience in children? Are they born that way? Like you said, you're like your your mom and your sister's like your dad. So I'm wondering can it be cultivated or trained? Well, I think I think it's a matter, a couple of observations there. First of all, and it kills me to admit this: uh, the the people that I'm the least patient with are actually the people that are the closest to me. 
Yeah. Because when I when I've got you know when I'm dealing with uh, friends, but even friends or people that I don't know, you tend to want to be slightly more uh, polite and respectful, so you control yourself more. Your own family, you you, you just you're naked and transparent with them. So very often with my own kids, I'm actually the least patient that I'm with anybody. And I think, yes, it's something that can be cultivated, but it's something that is very linked to the reservoir of energy of godliness in yourself in a way, because for me, it's much easier to be patient. <laughs> Sorry to go back to your morning experience, Lindsay. In the morning when you're refreshed and you've got a whole day ahead of you, you've just had a good night's sleep, you're fully fed, when you come back home from a full day at the office, you're completely tired, you've got a gazillion other things to do, you're, you're, you've got your reservoir of energy, you, you don't have any energy yeah. to feed your patients anymore and you lose it much more quickly. So perhaps rather than cultivating your patients, it's a matter of controlling your energy feed into your patient's reservoir. What about age, Lindsay? Do you think we get more or less patient with age? Not that you are ageing, of course, on any... But, um... No, no. I'd, I'd like to pretend that I am. I'm a lot more patient, but I'm not. I don't. I, I try. I try and I try and do like deep breathing. And if I'm having a stressful day, my sort of meditation is like blasting loud music, and that's how I sort of calm and chill out a bit. But no, I, I don't think I've chilled out in in as I'm getting older. Do you think that's because your suffering falls less as you get older and falls off and uh, dwindles yes, yeah, and, and, and you need patience with full? Okay, so but as you get older, are you able to better calibrate your reaction to your own impatience? What I mean is you can feel impatient but not have explosive reactions that have consequences a little better with age. I'd like to say I would do, but I don't. If someone pisses me off, they're going to know about it. And I, and I and there's nothing that I can do to control myself. I, you know, I've, I've tried, I've tried. You've witnessed me many times. I just can't control it. She should be living in Regimelia, shouldn't she? She'd fit right in. <laughs> Giuseppe, what about, what about you? Do you think with age you've cultivated your patience or cultivated your reaction? Well, I, I was thinking about that when, when, while you were asking the question. If I, But if the... You know, the old sayings are anything that you should go by. Uh, the you know, old people usually have their, the worst part of their personality become even stronger. So if you are impatient as a young man, you're much more likely to be even more impatient as an old man. <laughs> but having said that, I see my parents' reaction to my children and with my, myself and my sister, my parents were way less patient than they are with them. They are much more accepting of, of anything that they do. When I was a kid, I was not allowed to do one-tenth of what my kids are allowed to do at the grandparents' home. So I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a good question. I wish I had an answer. Well, I've got a deeper one for the pair of you. Lindsay, you can take it first. Do you think patient people are happier people? I suppose my dad, well, my dad, he's quite, I would say I'm quite similar to him, but he's very patient. He'll take a lot and then there'll be like something really minor that he'll lose his shit over. But it's probably once a year that he does that. And he's he's happy, isn't he? Like he's a happy-go-lucky, nothing bothers him, nothing phases him. Um, I don't know whether I would say make he's happier because, I mean, I'm happy and I'm not patient. So I wouldn't say there's a link. It's probably got to do with how how accepting you are of yourself, though, isn't it? Because I mean, if you if you are an impatient person that reacts very quickly, you might think whether you're you're a happier person or not. It depends on how 
okay, you are with your own reaction. I mean, I'm occasionally very impatient, but I hate myself for being impatient. I would love to be much more patient, so that doesn't make me any happier. Uh, but it could be the other way around. Maybe somebody that is very patient, they might, you know, think of being considered as a pushover and they might not be happy with that. So it's all about how at peace you are with the idea of being whatever you are, I suppose. I would say being female, the time of the month really does have an effect on my reactions to things. I am so, so happy that you've just said that, Lindsay. Yeah. I, I didn't want to bring it up, but I'm so, so happy that you just said that. I can't wait till my daughter hits her teenage years and I can just smash my face into a spike and get it over with. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think look, I, I, the thing that's changed since I'm getting older is I do try and think, I, 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 what, the one thing I'll change is if it's something to do with family or friends close to me, I have changed in that sense because I now think like, is it worth having the argument? Is it, what is my outcome? What's the outcome that I want? You know, if it's a stranger, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm never going to see them again. So I'll, I'll just fly off the handle. But I suppose looking back, I do, I am a bit more patient if it's a close circle where I've got to see people. Except the Bell and Dad who blocked me this morning. I, I'm, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous, Lindsay. I, w- I wish I, I, I was like that. Well, even if I have, when I snap at people that I don't know, I feel so freaking guilty about it because I, you know I've got this compulsion of wanting of wanting to please everybody. That I oh no, I don't care. You shouldn't care. Like you shouldn't care. Try stand up. That's that's basically every <laughs> night in the theatre. You want everyone to like you. If you see one miserable yeah. face, you're like. Right, we're going to take a break there. I'm impatient for a break. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 